Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today, I'm looking at how we can use science to help us replace our unhealthy habits with healthy ones. Yesterday, I mentioned that we're often setting ourselves up to fail when we try to make big, positive changes in our daily life all at once. And of course, at the end of yesterday's episode, I suggested that you might want to try writing two lists. One, focusing on the habits that have brought you to where you are today, and another, about the person that you want to become. Now, if you haven't managed to write those two lists down yet, that's okay. You can do them later today if you get a moment. But I bet you probably already have an idea of the habits that you would like to adopt and those that you'd like to stop. Now, it's really helpful to do this because, as you know, we are the sum of all of our habits. So it's really important to try to make sure that we include the best ones in our daily lives. As James Clear, author of the fantastic book Atomic Habits says, a health journey is made up of thousands of tiny steps and each of those steps or habits is important. Writing them down with pen and paper will really help you focus on the important ones. Now, popular health plans usually require us to change our habits dramatically and very quickly. Perhaps it's giving up carbs, starting a punishing workout regime in the gym, or it could even be fasting for prolonged periods of time. Now, here's the problem. Most of these popular health plans are based on the incorrect assumption that humans are capable of making enormous changes to their daily lives, relying on motivation and willpower alone. But the science of behavior change simply does not support this. If you want a new behavior to stick in the long term, one of the best strategies you can adopt is to make it easy. If it's hard to do, you will most likely fail. And here's why. Motivation always runs out. I want you to sit and reflect on that for just a moment. Often we rely on motivation. We think that's going to pull us through. And in the first few weeks of January, it probably will. The problem is there's something in the science that's called the motivation wave. Motivation goes up and motivation comes down. That's completely normal. So if you want a new behavior to stick in the long term, you have to plan for your motivation to go down. So if your health behavior is really hard to do, then you'll do it at the start when your motivation is high, but in a few weeks when real life gets in the way, when you finish late at work, or the kids have got a lot of homework for you to help them with, whatever the reason might be, if your behavior is hard, you are not going to do it. That is why I have found in over 20 years now seeing patients that the people who make short-term behaviors that turn into long-term habits are starting really, really small. This is why with some of my patients who have been trying to start meditation, we've started with one minute a day. For people who are trying to get into workouts, we start off with a five-minute kitchen workout where you don't need to go to a gym, change your clothes, or even buy any new equipment. If you make it easy, it's much more likely you're going to do it. And frankly, a rule that's really helped me in my own life is to think about where are you going to put that new behavior into your day. You can't just say you want to work out. You have to specify when and where. And often this is the missing piece. We sort of feel we want with our motivation to bring in these new behaviors, yet we don't think about that key part of the process that's when are you going to do it. Now, one of the best 
ways that you can make a new behavior stick in the long term is to stick it onto an existing habit. Now, this is really, really important. The science really, really supports this. So think about the habits in your life that you already have, that you already do. Like, I'll give you an example from my life. One of the first things I do each morning is to make coffee. Now, I'm very particular about my coffee and it brews for five minutes. In the five minutes that it brews, I don't go on my email, I don't go on Instagram, I don't do any housework. I do a workout, I do it in my pajamas. I don't get changed, I don't need to go to a gym and I know exactly what I'm gonna do. And that's why for about three or four years now, I don't think I've missed a day of doing a five minute kitchen workout. That is not because I have more motivation or willpower than you. There's nothing of the sort there. It's because I understand behavior change and I know that I don't need a reminder to make my morning coffee. That is a habit that I am going to do. So if I can stick on a new behavior and make it really easy in that moment, it means I'm going to do it. So have a think about your own life. What existing habits do you have upon which you can stick on a new behavior? It really, really makes a difference. So to finish off today's episode, I want you to think back to previous New Year's or previous times in your life where you tried to bring in new behaviors and ask yourself, did you follow those two rules? Because I'm willing to bet that in most cases, you weren't following them both. I hope you found that useful. Give it a go. Have a think about how you're going to bring those two behavior change rules into your life. And I'll see you tomorrow where I'll be looking at how changing your environment can help keep your new habits on track. I'll see you then.